I am resigning as leader. There will be a great deal of agreement. There should be a new leader of that party and therefore a new prime minister. Breaking news, comedian Rosie Jones has just been announced as the new prime minister of the United Kingdom. She's currently in high-level governmental meetings with her advisors, Matt Richardson and Lauren Belcross, formulating the policies and strategy that will define her government. Hello and welcome to I Am Prime Minister, the podcast where we give celebrities a chance to step into the chaotic world of politics and take over the keys to number 10. What would they bring in under their manifesto? How would they handle questions in the Commons? And can they prove that anyone really can rule the country? Rosie Jones, welcome to I Am PM. Congratulations on your shock victory in the election. It came as a surprise to all of us. I'm here to help you through along with your new chief advisor, Lauren Bell Cross. Resident political experts. I'm already insulted. Why? What do you mean by surprise? Well, you weren't running for office, were you? I mean, honestly, I am so great and so intelligent. <laughs> it makes sense that I am the PM. OK, so here is a question that we both have for you then. <laughs> is it in the back of your head something that you could do one day? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I recently thought the purpose of a TV show, I can right, play... Right, didn't need to add that in, but thanks. Yeah. Nice plug. You remember <laughs> TV? Don't fuck yourself, mate. That is not fair. I did Big Brother last week. Oh, such a yeah, I do remember it, mate. I'm still in it. Go on, continue I, with your story. I had, <laughs> I had to do a question that said, are you a narcissist? Turns out... I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I imagine there's quite a lot of narcissists in politics, isn't there, Lauren? Oh, yeah. I mean, look, Rosie, you're making Donald Trump seem modest here. So, you know, <laughs> the way you. is only up, clearly. Thank um, you. He did all right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, let's get it started. Obviously, the victory was such a shock and it came so quickly, you didn't have a chance to name your party. We need to do um, that now. No. We need a name that sort of represents you and your beliefs yeah. as best as possible, really, Rosie. The lovely, lovely, very, 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 very gay party. <laughs> <laughs> OK, because you're lovely, jubbly and very, 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 very gay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. interesting. Has there ever been, uh, Lauren, any yeah. LGBT parties yeah. before anywhere? I don't think there's been any specific ones I can sort of see off the top of my head or yeah. the back of my knowledge, but I think there have been a lot of sing singular causes. Yeah. The mo one I can think of in Israel, there was the pensioner party <laughs> that actually took over and won uh, a significant amount of seats and were got ministerial office. So really? there is no. it's in proportional systems, it's actually not too uncommon where a specific interest group will wow. say, oh, well, this is what we want now yeah. and there's enough to vote in and uh, win office. Wow. And did they all stay in power until they died? <laughs> we, we, we have a pensioner party here. It's a pensioner party here. It's called the Conservative Party. <laughs> 
There we go. She's made oh, a bit of money. Legit. She's a Tory. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to go for that. The lovely, jubbly, very, 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 very gay party. Yeah. I'm okay. surprised you didn't just go for named after yourself, the rosiest party. Oh, damn it now. Um, look, we have to actually, Rosie, address um, some skeletons in your closet. You've oh, become PM. No. We need to know as much about your past as possible to protect you when it comes out. I actually have a clip. Oh, I need to get my phone. Hang on, wait. Watch this. Oh, I've got a clip. Oh, uh, God. Oh, Matthew, God. We've got a little no. clip that we want to chat about here, so let me just show it to you and we'll see how we get on. Control and form a dictatorship. Oh, Logan said, Daddy's dad. Oh my. <laughs> 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 and they went all the things a dictator should do and taking advice from nobody. <laughs> That's quite an extreme view. If, it, the, forming if a the press get hold of that, then <laughs> uh, we might have issues. I think what we do, we double down. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so uh, this is just policy now. And we go, yeah, the problem isn't about me being a dictator. The problem is a bad... Rap. A bad rep for dictators. Yeah. You just think the right dictator hasn't come along yeah. yet. Real dictatorship hasn't been tried. Exactly. There we go. Exactly. And I think that's our slogan for the next election then. Yeah. Has there actually ever been a female dictator, Lauren? That is a very good point. I think not. Okay, okay. Interesting, Rosie. Look, and I think what you've you've got the advantage of you don't look like a classic dictator. You love a dungaree. Um, You're gonna take them by surprise. Yeah. yeah. So don't use past the fences of dictators. Okay. Just think of me as a lovely, friendly dictator. You're lovely, not a dictator, more a you know a suggestator. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Benevolent yeah. rather than malevolent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm I loving this. Will Talk to you, I will listen to you, but at the end of the day, I'll probably go with what I know is right. Uh, so, so a more sort of theoretical dictator, no murdering. <laughs> <laughs> the murdering's done for the good of the nation, I think yeah. you're saying. Yeah. All I can say is I haven't murdered Anybody yet? Cool, lovely. Okay, and if, people, and if people comply, it'll stay that way. Yes! <laughs> I'm loving this. Not even five minutes in, and we've turned the podcast "I Am Prime Minister" into "I Am Dictator." <laughs> Only you, Rosie Jones. Okay, right. We now need to work out some policy. You've won this amazing election victory, but the public don't actually know what you stand for because you didn't release a manifesto. No. We've got a speech tomorrow. We need to go through it yeah. first off. You can set up any ministerial department you want. A brand new department of your choice. Is there anything that you're thinking of that you want to finally have some representation for in the government? Oh, I 
I'm really worried you won't like my brilliant idea. We're not here to like it or not like it. We're your advisors. We're here to make it happen. It's a really good idea. Okay, I'm, we're listening. I want a department to help me get rid of men. Okay, cool. Um, so obviously this is, you know... Look, we are but your we are but your advisors. We're here to help you exempt from the cold. Yeah, hopefully for now. for now. For now, I dread to ask, Lauren, has anything like this ever <sighs> happened before? I don't think so. The, the strangest one I can find of for culling, I don't think you know. <laughs> for use domestic as you know the mad cow disease of culling animals okay. and stuff. So well, look, then there, there is there's a framework can... to work with, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we just need to dust off all of those files and just apply them to men. Yeah, yeah. Why yes. do you want to get rid of men? Uh, all of the men, I'm guessing. I don't really like them. Well, okay, that's fine. But do you not think that um, this would sort of, you know, alienate the electorate in any way? No. <laughs> you need to think of the one. You need to be worried about silly season. There's always going to be the one case, like Geronimo the alpaca, who. You know, the the media highlighted the story of so have yeah. Gerald the Scouser. You know, who the, who the public might uh, might be terrified of. You might, yeah. you know, mount campaigns for. Are you going yeah. to be prepared to to cull Gerald the Scouser? I I worry that we're using the wrong word I call. I don't want to kill you. I just want to pop you all somewhere I can't really see. Okay, so a Rwanda so... scheme for men? Yes! Okay. okay. Is that bad? Okay, so work, this is... something we can work with more, yeah. I think. Look, they're, they're already in the courts for Rwanda. They're yeah. doing a lot of the legwork for you. Yeah. Tomorrow when we take this to the public, maybe, uh, maybe you can just go straight in with it. We can do a copy and paste. <laughs> and what I need to ask then is, so your vision, so this is the department for no men. Yeah. OK, we're going to pitch it to the country. There are going to be no more men in the United Kingdom. How do you see this panning out over the next few months then? What do you see happening when there are no men? Why do you think this is a good idea? i got two words for yeah. <laughs> Why are you worried? Why am I worried? Yeah. Because well, I'm, I am a man. Oh, and I want to, look. I'll keep you forever. Well, th that's a slippy slope. If you start yeah. keeping your advisors, oh, some yeah. you know people will say you're being favouritist. You're not showing you know equal contempt for men as possible. Um, okay. You might become under accusations of hypocrisy. That also, is... but then we would be the two fittest men in the country. This is so... a very good point. Yeah. Maybe carry on. <laughs> you know, maybe actually, Rosie, yeah, this is sounding interesting that to me now. Is so, true. so, what do you want to happen when there are no men? Well, I got two words for you. You won't like them. Go on. Sperm farm. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're going to make all the men still donate sperm? Yeah. A sperm farm. God, that sounds like they're sort of like in, you know, the big nets in the sea, like salmon. <laughs> Is that how it's going to be? Do you have to give little individual... Or do you just give your sample into yeah. a giant vat of sperm? As your chief political advisor, I do have a very serious logistics question with this. If we've <laughs> deported all the men to Rwanda, how are we going to transport them? 
the sperm back. Oh, <laughs> the, the, that. <laughs> well, I suppose like fr- there must be planes with uh, this kind of thing on board that you True. can freeze it and do what you like. Or would you like? Do they come back? Do they inseminate manually, or is it like no pick a mix? No way. I'm thinking it's a bro, because actually I've heard of a type of woman out there who actually finds men attractive. That is, yes, uh, straight they're called. Yes, Yay. I've heard about this. So, I think we just have a farm in every big city. Yep, yep. So, it's lovely. It's not like a jail. Free range? Yeah. Okay, okay, interesting. I'll give you all an Xbox. Okay, yep, so all the men get an Xbox, but then at the weekends, women go and... Yeah, so women can go... (laughs) What? No, just continue. I'm just trying to picture how we're going to sell this to the public in my head. You know what? I think men will be like, what? We can only together we get an Xbox and every Saturday women will come and shake us. The, the thing is now, I think I think the problem is, is you're going to struggle to sell this to the female population now because it sounds a bit too cushy for the men. We're now going to go on to some more classic departments. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, the public really want to know about education at the moment, so we need to work out what your education policy is. Let's start by going through your education history. What were you like at school? How was school for you? I loved school. I was a proper nerd. Yeah. Proper geek. I started school in 1994, and this is the only proper political thing I say, but it was around that time that the DDA came in, which is a disability discrimination act. And it just changed my entire life as a disabled person. And then when Labour came in, it was such an incredible time in terms of funding and I got a teaching assistant one one-to-one with me for my entire primary school education. So, yeah, it was amazing. So you really feel like you've benefited from direct government policy then? Yeah. So if we were going to go and do that for you, things like that should absolutely stay oh, in place. yeah. However, look, I, I've known you for a fairly long amount of time. Um, yeah. You are badly behaved. Did you find having... In what? Yeah, you just what te- you just have I done? You, 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 you say yourself you're a prick. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. So can I, gonna... I tell you go the on. reality of school? Yeah, go on. Like I said, I was one of the first disabled people at my school. Okay. Because I really benefited from the D D A and I went to a mainstream school and I loved my teachers but they didn't know shit about disabled people. Really? So I I used to say that I needed a nap every day. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I, every time it would be like maths or science, I'd be like, oh, my the pulse is really kicking in. <laughs> so, so actually, um, you sort of you don't really. If we're going into your government, you don't want too much education, no. so that people can take advantage of the system. I do have, um, I do have a, a younger my my niece who's young um, has, is really bad eyesight, right? She's registered mm. blind, um, but she can read. She's got glasses, like she can read. But her teachers, she goes, oh, I can't read that. <laughs> And her teacher said to, said to her mum recently, they're like, oh, how sad that she, you know, we're trying to show her these things. She went, she read it at home the other week. <laughs> she just can't, she's just having you on because she can't be arsed. I think yeah, what I'm hearing but... here for the mandatory, for the napping aspect of it, yeah. there has actually been a study uh, by NASA that revealed that a 20-minute nap boosted uh, brain cognition by about 40%. So if we wanted to push okay, this, there is scientific backing for us. So you are, in fact, you know... Trust, asking people to trust the science, if not you. <laughs> Which, if polling ratings go down, we could just say, trust the science, we've got science! it. Science! There you go. So, look, science! I think this is a very... So, would you be happy to maybe propose this as part of our education policy, that every child of every age gets a 20-minute nap a day? Yeah. And maybe as well, look, I think maybe if you're feeling good one day, you can roll that over. Oh, my God. So, you know, maybe you get to a Friday, you can have 100 minutes. <sighs> You know what I would do? I would roll it over all term and then... <laughs> it's a term-length nap. Yeah, yeah, just, just have, like, a week off at the yeah, end of term. Yeah. That's a really good idea. Yeah, OK, interesting. So, mandatory naps, yeah. but also with me and your niece... In yep. mind, I will really not go down on the disabled shit. Okay, okay, great. Right, they're Don't two very good take policies. <laughs> and so you said you were really good at school and you love school. Were you really academic then? Yeah. And what do you think about school made you want to be academic? What made you love school so much? Well, I had to love school because my mum was a deputy head. Oh, I see. Yeah. And do you think that made you good at school? Did that make you well behaved? No, she was a deputy in my secondary school. Uh, oh, but okay. So I was going to ask, if you sort of got to fool the teachers into giving you naps, you just let your mum give you naps, but that kind of ruins no, it now. So, no. Okay, fine. But, yeah, I, it's a big secret on mine, but I was a proper nerd. You know I'm going to stop you there. 
I don't think it's a secret, mate. <laughs> yeah, no! This is a table of nerds. Like, no one is shocked by... Like, there's not going to be a front cover of The Sun. Prime Minister was nerd. <laughs> yeah, no, you were nerd when you know how to put your hand up and then you do that. OK. And do you think that's a technique we need to be teaching school children in, yeah. your, uh, in your premiership? And then you wave to be like, Miss, Miss, I know, I know, I know! Did you used to yell that as well? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> what a loser! So look, um, wow. Um, so so look, we we it's the first time we've had someone on that is academically inclined. Um, so to keep that level of academia up, how yeah. do we encourage the children under your premiership to be like you were at school? I mean, they're not. The naps. Okay, look. Well, look for our education policy. More naps. I think naps. Uh, naps are entitled every day. Yeah. Has there ever been anything like this before? Because obviously, you know, uh, back in the day, I know there was like milk for children and things. Has yeah. there ever been a policy where children are allowed more time off or less for, time for off? For primary school, there's often you know sort of more like preschool. There's sometimes scheduled nap times but yeah. i think you know we're we want to escalate this we want to you know sort of it's not just the younger kids that deserve some time off it's recharging them we can well there this. was a study i think um uh, in america about the early starts really affect teenagers and there was a lot of schools in america that were trying to push the start back so maybe this Ooh. nap is a nice compromise in the middle yeah yeah okay, and it's all about Reward. I think I'd be reward over punishment. And do you think the naps are part of that or is that a totally separate thing? Oh, I think the naps are separate. Okay. Everyone gets a nap. So more carrot, less stick. Yeah. I think is there a way to, like, teach... Children, how adults live in their own reward system. So, so give them their own sort of money that they can. And they get to a lot at the end of a long school day, they're out of a pint of squash and a line of sort of sherbet or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, classic. If you want a job in the city. Okay, interesting. So you want um you want some uh, some sort of system where children are treated like adults. So school is almost like a work day. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And then it's up to them what they do. So some kids might spend their money on squats and sweets, or there's further options that you could save up for trips. Interesting. Lauren, has there ever been anything like this before? There has been, actually. It was one of the... Uh, the not not for younger ages, but for sixth formers, under the last Labour government, there was um, the education maintenance allowance where oh, sixth formers yeah. were paid a certain amount of time um, if their attend if it matched their attendance, they got perfect attendance. They were allowed uh, a certain amount of money, which they could spend on what they wanted to. Um, oh. However, this in my school led to a lot of problems because rather than spending on stuff that was educational or beneficial, uh, certain illegal substances were purchased. With okay, the, you know, well, look, but they were I, staying in school for the whole time, and you yeah. know they had perfect attendance records. Well, that's the so... thing is, look, if your drug habit relies on you having to be in school. Yeah. 
you're gonna you're gonna go to school. These are checks yeah. and balances, which you know yeah. we have to. We, have, got to a, we have a drug adults. We have a drug adults country, but they're very well educated. Exactly. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to be so jealous of those kids. Yeah. So look, I think that's our education sorted. So tomorrow at your first speech, um, you're gonna have to tell the country that um, every day every child is entitled to a 20 minute nap, yeah. which they can roll over as many times as they like, <laughs> leading to several weeks off at the end of the year and um, a system where we turn the school day into a work day where you earn money which you can spend on various different things much like the EMA We're going to move on now to another very important department you need to sort out Prime Minister it's work and pensions Mm Mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Now I know you work. You're obviously a comedian. Um, you've probably yeah. had other work over the years as well. What did you do before comedy? I was still a legend. Yeah. Okay. That's there's no there's no question of that, Prime yeah. Minister. Yeah. Oh, I worked in TV. You worked in TV. Okay. Uh, what did you do in TV? They say basically me showing you how much of a genius I am. Because I was like, how do I become a great a comedian? I infiltrate it from inside. Great. And I was a researcher on a low-day comedy panel show. Really? What yeah. panel shows did you work on? I have a catch. Would I lie to you? The lights are like Harry Hill. And we have to ask, obviously, because you've been on the other side of it, who were the biggest arseholes? <laughs> you don't have to answer that. No, I won't. Because it was always you. <laughs> <laughs> but I did work um, with somebody for two years and it was my job to bring them coffee and they didn't know my name for two years for two years and then i went on the show and he came to me and went hello i'm pleased to meet you and then say, mate, you should remember a fucking woman with cerebral palsy bringing you a hot drink <laughs> every single fucking day. Half empty. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I think they weren't that equal opportunity employers that every yeah. runner was yeah. cerebral palsy. Did you, did you ever come across any of your fellow politicians when you were working in telly? Oh, no, but I, I, I've recently done quite certain time. Okay, well, of course, you've, so you're prepared for your first yeah. visit to question time yeah. as Prime Minister. I nail them every time. Do you? Yeah. Well, look, I don't think we're worried about your performance there. I do have to say, though, Lauren, we're working with, um, you know, a comedian Prime Minister... We're working with the Prime Minister who's worked in television. Yeah. Are there other people in politics who've got this behind them as well? Yes, so most famously being President Zelensky of Ukraine. Yeah. Comedian. Hopefully we'll have a 
easier start to the premiership yeah. than war with a superpower. <laughs> one can only hope. I, I think we need to prepare for that, yeah. actually, having do now sat prepare. down with our and premier. And speaking of prepare, the one person who always had seemed to have offhand remarks to sort of chip into was Ronald Reagan, who it turned out had a whole booklet of jokes prepared for offhand really? off the cuff situations really? seemingly amazing okay so you can use some of your skills yeah. as well and I, I do believe think I'd be great at like debates or talks well we will we will have to prepare you for prime minister's <sighs> questions uh, at some point i think you would be very good at that <sighs> would you just insult them though i don't think that's the way you're meant to do it <laughs> yeah Okay. Shut up, yeah, Belland. No, you're not allowed to say that. You have to go, uh, I put it to you, Mr. Speaker, that the gentleman opposite me, my right honourable friend, is a Belland. Like, you've got to do the formal way. Um, so, we've look, work and pensions, that's what you've done. What ideas and policies do you have in this space that we can pitch? Maybe my most controversial one, and I say that as a leader who has implemented sperm farms. Yeah, okay. No one retires. No one retires? No one. Okay. Ever. Ever. So we're going to work people to the... Are we working them to the grave or does the work get easier as you get older? The work gets easier. So what kind of jobs do you have in mind for the elderly? I mean, whatever they want. Okay. But I feel like the old, old people around me like, oh, I'm, I'm going senile. It's like, no, you're not. You've just got fuck all to do. I absolutely agree with a lot of this. Um, so my one of my grandparents um, worked until, like, within six weeks of him dying, and he lived the most active lifestyle and just died like that, whereas the other one um, sort of retired early and then basically rotted from the inside yeah. out, like, you know, stopped, like, ended up with Alzheimer's and things like that, whereas my granddad, who worked, led a much fuller life. Now, we'll find out, Lauren, um, you know, do find out, is there any precedent for this where working for longer keeps you healthier? I think it's, you know, it's, it's anecdotally very, uh, very visible. You know, you've got so many examples of people who just, as you just said, you know, when they stop working, they just stop. They just yeah. aren't driven. So I think this is something we can definitely push into policies. You know, work until you drop. And you don't want to drop, you don't stop yeah. working. Yeah. Um, um, I know. I mean, I'm, very, I'm talking very broad brush strokes. And I'm very lucky to love what I do. Yeah. But I just think... In some form, I will literally be working to that. Even if you go and like work in a tea room yeah. or something. Oh, I love that. I love one scone. There you go. I mean, but that is, I think, look, I am going to say, I do think that is the Yorkshire woman's dream to yeah. work in Betty's. Oh, my God. My girlfriend always says she fancies a job in Betty's. We can both 
very old lady to impact Yeah, you can, you're, you're quite a bit older than her, but never mind. Um, <laughs> OK, so you're going to work till you drop. I think we can probably uh, spin that in some way, can't we, about uh, it all being about extending the quality of life and making yeah. sure... And then you're giving, you know, you're giving to the economy still, which is always yeah. very good. Well, that's what yeah. we need. Some spin the patriotism angle. You know, we've got the flags here for a reason. You know, we want to benefit our economy. You know, it's mm. not fair that... They're healthier now. Retirement age was arguably implemented in much more austere times. You know, people used to work down the pits, um, you know, have much more back-breaking jobs. You're all sat behind your desk or behind the till. I think they can uh, do it yeah. in a few more years. Yeah. This is much easier. Keep going. Yeah. Work for Britain so Britain can work for you. There we go. Oh, there we go. Lovely. Look, I think this is coming across really well. I'm very happy with this. Um, and with this as well, obviously, uh, people are going to work much later, well, till they die, um, and in jobs that, you know, whatever they want to do, you're saying. Mm. Uh, do we um, implement work younger again as well? Are we going sort of full Victorian with this, cradle to grave work, or is this just the end of life you want to extend well now we're not going much younger but as you say with my education that yeah. that from a young age that rewards yeah will make people ready to work. So we really sort of like your a lot of your premiership is going to be focused on work then in like yeah. your working life. Yeah. Are we going to do anything to try and improve the conditions of your working life? Like more holiday, better pay? Yeah. So I we need some maps on it, but I reckon if we got more people working I would love a four-day week. OK, so you I work for longer we but can, less days. Yeah. Interesting. I like that a lot. So we get away from the fact that work is bad and it's more of a work-life balance. A work-life balance, but you keep that work-life balance for longer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I re I think that's actually a really interesting idea, uh, Lauren. What is you know you are you're the man who knows everything. What is the latest with all the four day work week? Well, I think ev there was a trial recently in <coughs> from June to December 2022, and I think well, a lot of the companies that did it said actually we were going to continue yeah. with this because employee satisfaction with higher people were reporting less burnout. So if we're keeping them working for longer, we can definitely they can do a little switcheroo with it. Yeah, we can look, say you're working longer, but it all have a comes out weekend. in the wash. Exactly. It all comes out in the wash yeah. in the end. Lovely stuff. Ninety two percent of the companies apparently said that they were going to continue with it if they were Did allowed they to really? do so. Yeah. Wow. Ninety two percent companies that uh, participated. Well I suppose yes. you know the, the weekend is only a new thing over the last like hundred or so years, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Fought for by trade unions. Yeah. So no, it wasn't just gifted away, it was something no. the unions fought for and you know, we now enjoy it now. But that doesn't yeah. mean can't change for future. An extra day of the weekend, extra twenty yeah. odd years. Fantastic. Right, I'm loving that as well. Is there anything else on this, Prime Minister? No, but you know what? I think I've nailed it. Look, I think you have nailed it. Let's just go back over what we're going to announce tomorrow to the public. And uh, we will write it in a speech, obviously. We'll, you'll deliver the speech. Yeah. I think it'll go well. Um, you've got your brand new uh, department we're going to announce tomorrow with funding, which is the department to ban men. 
I think we should label the department the Department for Male Affairs so it doesn't sit the sound department so aggressively. For male affairs. I love that. Thank and you it very also much. Will be responsible. It's not just for banning because you're taking responsibility for the distributing of the Xboxes or yeah. other consoles. Or other consoles, yeah. depending so, on yeah. tender. Um, okay, and then your education policy is um, every child to be given 20 minutes of nap time a day, which can be rolled over throughout the year. And a reward system, which is more like a work day in the school day with money and things you can buy stuff with from the age of five you can yeah. start to use your money however you'd like I think that's pretty good for that and finally work and pensions you're going to work till you die but only four days a week yeah <laughs> that is amazing I think look there's some bits of it I think are going to be trickier to sell than other bits like well, I mean, look, I think, look, the paedophile thing is maybe not so bad. I think giving children segues, I don't think people are going to be on board with straight away, but maybe now's the time that we all buy some shares in segway companies. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. can do insider trading. We, you know, it's fine. Why we, not? We've got our retirement plan sorted if this doesn't go well. So, you know. Why not? We're part of the lo lovely, jubbly, very, 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 very gay party, <laughs> which are very corrupt by the sounds of it. Look, Rosie, but fabulously I fabulously dressed. Yeah, absolutely. Rosie, I think those are some absolutely excellent policies that we've got there. I think this is going to be an incredibly successful premiership. Um, I have to say, um, you know, if people want to come and see you and ask you any questions about your premiership, they can see you on tour in 2024. Yeah. And the dates will be at... RosieJonesComedy.com Lovely stuff. Thank you so much for all of this, Prime Minister. We are going to start beavering away and your speech is tomorrow. Thank you. Breaking news. Due to a revolt in Parliament against the current Prime Minister for really quite obvious reasons, the United Kingdom is still looking for a new leader to run the country. I Am Prime Minister is a Viral Tribe production. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter and YouTube at IAMPM.